morning prayer for Tuesday, September 4th, 2018. Thank you for joining me. If you have a prayer request, don't hesitate to go to benwarmusic.com slash prayer request. We'd love to pray for you. Let's worship the Lord together today. Faith is rising. I am seeing you are smiling over me. Faith is rising. I am seeing you are smiling over me. Perfect love is filling us. Fear is leaving, fear is fleeing, perfect love is singing over me. Thank you, Lord. Let's take a couple moments and invite the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, see what sin needs confession today. He's standing ready to forgive us. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. psalms for today begin with psalm 26 clear my name god i've kept an honest shop i've thrown in my lot with you god and i'm not budging examine me god from head to foot order your battery of tests make sure i'm fit inside and out so i never lose sight of your love but keep in step with you never missing a beat i don't hang out with tricksters i don't pal around with thugs I hate that pack of gangsters. I don't deal with double dealers. I scrub my hands with purest soap, then join hands with the others in the great circle, dancing around your altar, God, singing God songs at the top of my lungs, telling God stories. God, I love living with you. Your house glows with your glory. When it's time for spring cleaning, don't sweep me out with the quacks and crooks, men with bags of dirty tricks, women with purses stuffed with bribe money. You know I've been above board with you. Now be above board with me. I'm on the level with you, God. I bless you every chance I get. Psalm 28. Don't turn a deaf ear when I call you, God. 
If all I get from you is deafening silence, I'd be better off in the black hole. I'm letting you know what I need, calling out for help and lifting my arms toward your inner sanctum. Don't shove me into the same jail cell with those crooks, with those who are full-time employees of evil. They talk a good line of peace, then moonlight for the devil. Pay them back for what they've done, for how they've been... Pay them back for the long hours in the devil's workshop, then cap it with a huge bonus. Because they have no idea how God works, or what he is up to, God will smash them to smithereens and walk away from the ruins. Blessed be God. He heard me praying. He proved he's on my side. I've thrown my lot in with him. Now I'm jumping for joy and shouting and singing my thanks to him. God is all strength for his people, ample refuge for his chosen leader. Save your people and bless your heritage. Care for them. Carry them like a good shepherd. Psalm 36. The God rebel tunes in to sedition. All ears eager to sin. He has no regard for God. He stands insolent before him. He has smooth-talked himself into believing that his evil will never be noticed. Words gutter from his mouth, dishwasher dirty. Can't remember when he did anything decent. Every time he goes to bed, he fathers another evil plot. When he's loose on the streets, nobody's safe. He plays with fire and doesn't care who gets burned. God's love is meteoric, his loyalty astronomic, his purpose titanic, his verdicts oceanic. Yet in his largeness nothing gets lost. Not a man, not a mouse slips through the cracks. How exquisite your love, O oh God. How eager we are to run under your wings, to eat our fill at the banquet you spread. As you fill our tankards with Eden spring water, you're a fountain of cascading light, and you open our eyes to light. Keep on loving your friends. Do your work in welcoming hearts. Don't let the bullies kick me around. The moral midgets slap me down. Send the upstart sprawling flat on their faces in the mud. Psalm 39. I'm determined to watch steps and tongues so they won't land me in trouble. I've decided not to hold my tongue as long as wicked is in the room. Mum's the word, I said, and kept quiet. But the longer I kept silence, the worse it got. My insides got hotter and hotter. My thoughts boiled over. I spilled my guts. Tell me, what's going on, God? How long do I have to live? Give me the bad news. You've kept me on pretty short rations. My life is a string too short to be saved. Oh, we're all puffs of air. Oh, we're all shadows in a campfire. Oh, we're just spit in the wind. We make our pile and then we leave it. What am I doing in the meantime, Lord? Hoping, that's what I'm doing, hoping you'll save me from a rebel life, save me from the contempt of dunces. I'll say no more, I'll shut my mouth, since you, Lord, are behind all of this. But I can't take it much longer. When you put us through the fire to purge us from our sin, our dearest idols go up in smoke. Are we also nothing but smoke? Ah, God, listen to my prayer, my cry. Open your ears. Don't be callous. Just look at these tears of mine. I'm a stranger here. I don't know my way. A migrant like my whole family. Give me a break. Cut me some slack before it's too late and I'm out of here. Faith is rising. I am seeing. 
were smiling over me Glory to the Father To the Son To the Holy Spirit As it was in the beginning Is now Testament reading is in Job, Job 12. Job answered, I'm sure you speak for all the experts, and when you die, there'll be no one left to tell us how to live. But don't forget that I also have a brain. I don't intend to play second fiddle to you. It doesn't take an expert to know these things. True wisdom and real power belong to God. From Him we learn how to live and also what to live for. If He tears something down, it's good down for good. If he locks people up, they're locked up for good. If he holds back the rain, there's a drought. If he lets it loose, there's a flood. Strength and success belong to God. Both deceived and deceiver must answer to him. He strips experts of their vaunted credentials, exposes judges as witless fools. He divests kings of the royal garments, then ties a rag around their waists. He strips priests of their robes and fires high officials from their jobs. He forces trusted sages to keep silence, deprives elders of their good sense and wisdom. He dumps contempt on famous people, disarms the strong and mighty. He shines a spotlight into caves of darkness, hauls deepest darkness into the noonday sun. He makes nations rise and then fall, builds up some and abandons others. He robs world leaders of their reason and sends them off into no man's land. They grope in the dark without a clue, lurching and staggering like drunks. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our New Testament reading is from Acts 12. That's when King Herod got it into his head to go after some of the church members. He murdered James, John's brother. When he saw how much it raised his popularity ratings with the Jews, he arrested Peter, all this during Passover week, mind you, and had him thrown in jail, putting four squads of four soldiers each to guard him. He was planning a public lynching after Passover. All the time that Peter was under heavy guard in the jailhouse, the church prayed for him most strenuously. And the time came for Herod to bring him out for the kill. That night, even though shackled to two soldiers, one on either side, Peter slept like a baby. And there were guards at the door keeping their eyes on the place. Herod was taking no chances. Suddenly, there was an angel at his side and light flooding the room. The angel shook Peter and got him up. Hurry! The handcuffs fell off his wrists. The angel said, get dressed, put on your shoes, and Peter did it. Then, grab your coat and let's get out of here. Peter followed him, but didn't believe it was really an angel. He thought he was dreaming. Past the first guard and then the second, they came to the iron gate that led into the city. It swung open before them on its own, and they were out on the street, free as the breeze. At the first intersection, the angel left him, going his own way. That's when Peter realized it was no dream. I can't believe it. This really happened. 
The master sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's vicious little production and the spectacle the Jewish mob was looking forward to. Still shaking his head, amazed, he went to Mary's house, the Mary who was John Mark's mother. The house was packed with praying friends. When he knocked on the door to the courtyard, a young woman named Rhoda came to see who it was. But when she recognized his voice, Peter's voice, she was so excited and eager to tell everyone Peter was there that she forgot to open the door and left him standing in the street. But they wouldn't believe her, dismissing her, dismissing her report. You're crazy, they said. She stuck by her story, insisting. They still wouldn't believe her and said it must be his angel. All this time, poor Peter was standing out in the street, knocking away. Finally, they opened up and saw him and went wild. Peter put his hands up and calmed him down. He described how the master had gotten him out of jail, then said, tell James and the brothers what's happened. He left them and went off to another place. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And finally, our gospel reading is from John chapter 8. Surprised, they said, but we're descendants of Abraham. We've never been slaves to anyone. How can you say the truth will free you? And Jesus said, I tell you most solemnly that anyone who chooses a life of sin is trapped in a dead-end life and is in fact a slave. A slave is a transient who can't come and go at will. The son, though, has an established position, the run of the house. So if the son sets you free, you are free through and through. I know you are Abraham's descendants, but I also know that you are trying to kill me because my message hasn't yet penetrated your thick skulls. I'm talking about things I have seen while keeping company with the Father, and you just go on doing what you have heard from your Father. They were indignant. Our Father is Abraham. And Jesus said, If you were Abraham's children, you would have been doing the things Abraham did. And yet here you are trying to kill me, a man who has spoken to you the truth he got straight from God. Abraham never did that sort of thing. You persist in repeating the works of your father. And they said, We're not bastards. We have a legitimate father, the one and only God. If God were your father, said Jesus, you would love me, for I came from God and arrived here. I didn't come on my own. He sent me. Why can't you understand one word I say? Here's why. You can't handle it. You're from your father, the devil. And all you want to do is please him. He was a killer from the very start. He couldn't stand the truth because there wasn't a shred of truth in him. When the liar speaks, he makes it up out of his lying nature and fills the world with lies. I arrive on the scene, tell you the plain truth, and you refuse to have a thing to do with me. Can any one of you convict me of a single misleading word, a single sinful act? But if I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone on God's side listens to God's words. This is why you're not listening, because you're not on God's side. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Faith is rising, 
hearing You are laughing at my head me Thank you, Lord. Let's declare what we believe by saying the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let's pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now the collect of the day. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name. Increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness. And bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. I'm your beloved. I'm your beloved. I'm your beloved. I'm your in a time of guided prayer I'll prompt us and continue to play and just pray specifically for the people in your life it's an honor and a privilege to mention the name of those we love of those that have needs before the throne of grace Jesus paid for that let's begin with our own hearts our joys, thanksgivings trials burdens, anxieties, fears.
let's pray for our families, those closest to us. Pray for our extended families. acquaintances and co-workers.
for our enemies now, those we find hard time praying for, even those who are friends who have become enemies for just most of the time, not coherent reasons, but it, that's what happens. Let's pray for them. Pray the thing that we would want prayed for us. We honor you. We thank you for this day. We give it to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen and amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Let's pray together again tomorrow. Bye-bye.